I say that correctly? Hello, and welcome back to another installment of the What Everybody Podcast. Johnny here in the 663rd person, along with my favorite never-shuts-the-hell-up kind of guy, Mr. Ryan, the Ride Dog, Harris. On today's episode, Johnny shares his latest trip down the rabbit hole on the YouTubes. Have you ever thought of what it might be like to play a concert in a maximum state prison? Well, Johnny Ryan lived to tell you all about it here on the podcast. So the time has come. Grab your lipstick, some nuclear boxing gloves, don't forget the soap on a rope, and enjoy the show. So with no further ado, Ryan and Johnny. Well, welcome to the What Everybody podcast, everybody, and, and you What's just up, came dude? in at the best time. Ryan yeah. blow dries his hair. Do you know what I would happen if I blew do you know what would happen if I used a hair dryer? You'd have some it, big hair. You'd have it'd be fucking nineteen eighty five all out, over again. Straight out the eighties. Yeah, you'd have eighties hair. I've been on a rabbit hole of of eighties eighties uh, videos. It's been quite okay. interesting to see. It's probably better than uh, my topic because I was about to be kind of pissed off. What kind of videos? We'll, we'll circle back. Well, we'll circle back. Uh, just, just. Just I, I've actually even gone past the '80s back into the '70s with these Kiss videos that they have. I don't know where they came from, but there's yeah. like these Kiss documentary videos that are narrated by Gene and Paul, which is pretty really? awesome. But they show all sorts of footage I have never seen. They have like this section that's like 1973, stuff. 1974, 1975, 76, and it shows you all of this footage that yeah. I've not seen. It's like basically they took the Kissery book. If anybody knows what that is, and they've made it yep. videos. Remember when that uh, book history came out? It was a big deal because it was like before the internet. It was like, oh my god, look at all these yeah, pictures and it. all this stuff. It's it amazing. How much you pay for set. that? Yeah, how What's much? That? How much you pay for that? How much you pay? I for got that? that as a Christmas gift. Thanks, mom and dad. I don't know what they paid for. It's probably like a hundred bucks or something. Oh, dude, that's way more than a hundred bucks. Just the book itself's a hundred bucks. You said a box set. We're talking yeah. Kiss. It might have been upwards to a thousand. <laughs> dude, I'll go, I'll go get it. I'll go get it right now. Do it. Do it. Right. In the meantime, while I'm waiting for Ryan to get back, these videos, it was unlike anything I'd seen personally. I really enjoyed like seeing like behind the scenes footage. Like, you know, you always heard they didn't do, you know, nobody ever saw them without makeup. They had this interview on there of like some like guy interviewing them in like 1975, 1976. They're backs to the, the video camera. And there they are, you know, like being interviewed without their makeup on. And I couldn't see them without their makeup, but the interviewer could. So he could go around and tell people what they looked like. I mean, not a, like, yeah, what, I mean, like, what's he going to draw a sketch or something? I mean, it's kind of fucking crazy or whatnot. But yeah, if anybody hasn't had a chance to check this stuff out, it is on YouTube and you should check it out because it is pretty cool stuff. Yeah, Ryan, dude, I've been talking the whole time you were gone about this okay. kid's stuff. That's awesome. Don't test my fandom. It's right here. Oh, wow. Dude. Look at that. Check it out. Yeah. So, all right. It's all good clean. Topic. There's not a, a not topic. a not a thing of dust on there. Not at it's, all. Dude, it's as good as it's as good as the day that I got it. It has. Uh, and then, then I re 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 I returned your Paul Stanley book, and you were probably four like, discs. "This is not the condition I gave him this book in." <laughs> no, you gave you gave it back to me. Fine, you gave it back oh, to good, me. Fine. Good. I didn't give you the paper cover intentionally because that wouldn't have made it back. But uh, yeah, yeah, four yeah. disc set. But this was like, what, dude, what, this box. What is set, on those discs that make them special? They have like demo, demo versions. This is what got me into like, got me interested in hearing 
demo versions of like songs. That, oh, there's five discs. I thought there was four. Oh, you don't even know what the, what's on the fifth one. What? Are, what are we like? What five discs of what? Do you want to tell me? Would you like me to rattle off the title, the track titles? Uh, yeah, like, like, well, give me, uh, give me the disc and the title of the disc in like years or whatever, like they're broken into. What, like, what are we talking? Disc, about? And then, disc like, one, disc one got Gene on the back is uh, uh -huh. sixty six to seventy five. So, so that's like that's, Wicked Lester and shit. Yeah, like Wicked Lester songs well, in there. Um, well, like she was a Wicked Lester song, and then I was guess it really? Like, I didn't know that. Yeah, she and uh, Watching You, I believe. Okay, so let's speed this up. Okay, so disc one, sixty six to seventy five. Disc two, seventy five to seventy seven. What's on? Okay. All right, so what's on? What's on disc one and disc two so far? That jumps out at you, like just one well, thing that one, jumps out one at is, you. Disc one is like the first three albums, so it's like Strutter starts with Strutter, which is off their debut. Deuce, you know, they have some songs I that aren't. Are they aren't just released. like? Is it just basically a greatest hits though? It's like like I mean, no, because there's like like Keep Me Waiting is a Wicked Lester song. Lover All I Can actually that made it onto Dress to Kill. Lover All I Can, right? We're nerding out. Moving All on. All right, cool. Disc three. Let's go to disc three now. Yeah, uh, disc, disc two is like... Uh, uh, what, I, what I want uh, you to tell me what's on like these. This is what I want to... Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> what I want to know is, I want you to look at the cover and say, what is the unreleased thing on there? Like, I want to know what is makes... What's new? This box like, what, what makes it what makes what, it what worth makes buying? What makes this box... Like, let me, what's making me go buy the same songs I already own five times over? All right. Starting over. Disc one. There is uh, one, two, three... Four, five, five songs that are not on, that are unreleased, and that's a quick count. Disc two, One, five, uh, just like unreleased songs or demo versions of songs. Demo versions of songs, like what like, demo both, versions? Both, dude, like what? both, all of it, all of it. Stuff that is not on, not on an album. Moving on, disc two, Moving live on. two era. Um, they're these are all live versions and demo versions. So essentially they're not re-releasing the songs. They're releasing like the demo versions. Well, yeah, you know what the on, demo on versions of the live, the, 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 the demo versions of the live recordings are the actual live recordings before they put it in the studio and redid it all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, disc three is 76 to 82. Disc four is 83 to 89. Disc five is 92 to 99. I don't know when they put this out. They put I'm curious. Out. So what's on 92, 99, like Carnival of Souls and stuff? 92 that to 99. Never, it's got to have that album, Carnival of Souls, that never came out. No, that they don't have it. That came out, but uh, it did. They, it came. It, it came out, and they um, did everything they could to distance themselves from it. I thought it was a cool album, though. They tried to go grunge. Kiss went grunge for one album, and it backfired. Well, would you consider Revenge, which I think is seriously in my top three favorite Kiss albums? Same. It's amazing. I love it. So, would you? Would they? Would that considered their grunge part or no? No, they put, they put, uh, wow. Well, okay. Hey, let's do a kiss podcast today. That's all good. I love it. Well, whatever. They put, dude, we're rolling they put with Carnival it. <laughs> of Souls out. They put Carnival of Souls out a couple years after revenge. And then this is the book that you were talking about. The thing is beautiful. Yeah. So the documentary beautiful. stuff, dude, Harris, if you haven't seen this, it's great quality and it's like straight up Gene and Paul. That's awesome. It's not posted by kiss. It's posted by some media company, but yeah. Paul and Gene 
are the commentators throughout the whole thing, along with a, a narrator. There's also a narrator, and then like Gene and Paul fill in the spots. I'm only at like I I, I just I haven't even watched the, like any of the. I don't even know if they have anything yeah. past the '70s. But I I mean I'm just like jumping between them because I like I'll start one one night fall I mean, asleep the next night I'll be like let me watch this one. I dare you to find an, a a better documented band like a band that has more footage of just all of it. Like from yeah, the and you know what they're. There's so much to be said about what they accomplished when they accomplished it. Everybody already like out of the gate. We're like, you'll never become anything. They get a yeah. record deal within weeks. You know, we've discussed that. Yeah. Um, it, and then they just go on. Now they screwed themselves because they let money get no, in the didn't. way. No, they, they did. They screwed themselves by getting rich. How's that? Listen, Where's your lodge? They screwed their they screwed their credibility. Hold on. Uh, maybe? Do you want me to fucking tell you? The, I'm you just coming back at you because I disagree. Yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Explain yourself. They had a period of time from what? 1980 to 1996 where they did no makeup and they had um, I guess the makeup came off in 82, but like the original lineup was gone by 80. Um, uh-huh. What's that? I'm, I said, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. The reason the band, they hit a point where they did too much too fast. They got the the lunchboxes, all that stuff in the late 70s. Kids who were into the band. Now it's cool for the the parents to bring their kids to shows and show what their kids what show their kids what their childhood was like. But at the time, if you're like a kid who who like likes this really cool band and you start going to see their shows and all of a sudden there's like five, six, seven year olds there, like it's the circus with their mom yeah. and dad because they've just they just yeah. They, they sold out like they, that was the definition of selling out at that time. Now, are they genius because they were able to to, you know, come back and be rich? They were hurting for money in the 80s. Now, by normal purpose, person's standards, they probably weren't hurting that bad. But for KISS standards, their income their dropped. Their ticket sales were going in, down. Yeah, their they ticket were sales were down. They, tours. they didn't have the merch. They weren't selling the same kind of the merchandise because they didn't have the makeup on. They weren't selling the lunchboxes, the comic books, and all that other stuff. So all I'm yeah. saying is they screwed themselves by getting greedy too fast. They should have just lay it play out a little bit longer, and they wouldn't have had the down 13 years, which was hardly a down 13 years because they were still selling out arenas. So Yeah, I have, there's a funny quote, and I think it was in Paul Stanley's book where he was talking about the first time they went to L.A. and they met Alice Cooper. And the first thing Alice Cooper said, he looked at me, he goes, what you guys need is a gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> this was after they were already kissed. Yeah, this is when they were like starting. That's pretty awesome. You know, anyway, thank you for entertaining that. And, and, and we Rabbit did say hole. hello. And if, if I haven't said hello, hello again, everybody. Uh, I'm Johnny. This is Ryan. And you're here on the What Everybody podcast on What Everybody Wednesday. What's up? Ryan, before I went off on my rant, was about to come in hot about something he's angry about. So bring it on. I want to hear about it. Let's talk. Uh, my internet's gone out four times this week. Like four times. And it's not just like a little crash. Like on Friday, it went out for like four hours. Why is this? It, is it bad weather? I have no. Well, Friday was bad weather, but the 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 remaining other times, I have no idea, dude. And then like the next morning, it was out for a couple of hours, and then uh, today it went out twice. So today, finally, I'm like, I'm calling to see what's up because maybe something is wrong on my end, you know. So yeah. I get on the phone. I get on the phone with not a human, whatever. I guess that's the way it is. But they go, your router's offline. 
the the recording says I've detected that your router's offline. No shit, I know that. And then so it says <laughs> it says a technician can't help you until you restart your router. So I restart my router. And it the the recording then says, now that you've restarted your router, I'm sending a text message to verify that things are up and running again. So I get a text message with a link. Can't click on the link because there's no internet. I mean, I could use my data, but that's beside the point. I want to speak to a human being. Can't get a human being. Why Why is there no human beings, though? I don't understand that. I have I mean, no looking? idea. I have no idea. So that's why I was uh, annoyed. Let's call it annoyed. But I guess, hey, we're... It's working now, so if, it's, if this shit cuts out, you know why. So, uh, Ryan hasn't informed our nice listeners how I, today, was late, as usual. I am late Did a I? lot. but It didn't bother me. Whatever. Well, well, no, it didn't, but it sounds better. Um, I was about to text Ryan this morning that I was going to be late. Um, <laughs> and I beat I, you to I, it. <laughs> I went to go text, and I literally had the phone in my hand. And I got a text from him. I was like, hey, man, I'm 20 minutes behind. I was like, that's perfect. I just got out of Because of my internet. What had, happened, what had happened was I got up and I literally thought it was 8 o'clock. Uh, and, and, and then I was on the shitter and I looked at my phone. I'm like, it says 9 o'clock. I'm like, that's <sighs> what happened. And I realized that I didn't have my glasses on when I woke up and it, it yeah. was far away. We were supposed to start at 10 and in all reality, um, we started at 1130. Yeah, yeah. And that's my my bad. I mean, you were going to be 20 minutes late. I took that 20 and made it 80. Yeah. Well, blame it on daylight savings, buddy. Speaking of daylight savings. Ooh, segue. I don't know if you heard this. Segue. Um, Congress, they passed a bill, or they're all on the same page to pass a bill to eliminate daylight savings time. Now, this is a two-part question. First part, am I going to be stuck in spring ahead or stuck oh. in fall behind and my second question is these jerk offs in government can't get along about anything and this is the one fucking thing that they all come together on i know this thing they, daylight they savings can... there's there's people there's people on the streets of, of america who can't eat there yeah. is people let's, who need an abortion who can't get one let's there's take it this, one topic there's that, hey, there's hey, this. Let, hey let's take it but, one topic at a time but Daylight savings time is yeah. where they, 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 they become uh, bipartisan. Yeah, because it's a vanilla issue. Also, to, I, 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 to answer, to answer part one. Issue? I don't understand any to, of it. Like, why bother? Right, well, let me why? talk and I'll explain it. First Go of ahead. all, it would be, first of all, it would be the spring ahead time all year round. So you'd have so we would extra. So we'd have a little more daylight at the end. Yeah, of the it, wouldn't get, it wouldn't get dark at four o'clock. If this happens, it would take place in November of 23. So um, if it gets passed or if it gets signed by the president. Because, do you know the only state in America that's already like this? Yes, I do. <laughs> Arizona. Dude, quit coughing. Quit coughing. Quit coughing. That's right. Quit coughing. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Correct answer. Dude. That's the correct answer, cough. That's what that is. Look it's like a blowhorn in the microphone. Is anybody no one wants to listen to it. No one wants to listen to it. No one wants to just look in, in, just look vape, his face. Vape, vape. He's so mad. It's I'm hiding annoying. Behind, I'm dude. hiding behind the microphone. You done yelling at me? <laughs> you done? 
you're getting shrapnel from my anger at, at, at my internet company, who I won't name because I don't want to promote them to our dozens of fans. Okay, so let me ask you this. <sighs> yeah. Real quick, back to the, the states. Am I wrong? Is there more than one state that does that? Because there's a side of it that says, you know, I think there's two states that might be doing that already. I bet you there's more than Arizona. I bet you it's like Hawaii or something. I'm about to tell you, only two states. I knew there was a second one, and you What's just said it, one? Hawaii. Is it Hawaii? Hawaii. Really? Well, I mustn't. Yeah. I I had to have heard that somewhere. There's no way I just pulled that out of my ass. I wonder why Hawaii doesn't do it. It's never made sense to me. Whatever. Maybe that's why it was. Well, they unanimous. they say they they say it causes a uh, depression. Too much dark. Seasonal depression. You know? Yeah. When it's dark at four o'clock. I guess it's wasn't that one of the uh, listen, I just want to I just I, I'm going to open up a can of worms here on the on the podcast that I normally don't do. And when I point this up, I'm not talking about one side or the other side of the political political spectrum. I am just we pointing out an obvious observation from the outside. Now, there is a certain guy in We're Switzerland, who, baby. Who just, well, I got to say that this person who I'm about to reference um, he is a Marco Rubio from for, Florida proposed yeah, the bill right. and said that the reason for it proposing the bill was to uh, fight seasonal depression because it gets dark early, and that's right. just ironically hilarious. So, <laughs> coming coming from this, and I will call this guy a jerk off for no nothing to do with his political views. It it, it has to do with his banter, which is ridiculous. Well, it's a bit of a double standard. Well, I want you. I want you to explain, Ryan Harris, please, why this is hypocritical. In it's ways. a bit of a double standard for a guy fighting for seasonal depression from a super spreader state that caused a lot of depression. You know, right? That's as simple right. as I could put it. Right. Your boy being one it's of them, weird. baby. Whatever. I'm fighting my yeah, way out of it. Yeah. I, I'll tell you. I, I, and I think a lot of people, I don't think it was just the state of Florida. I don't think it's the state of Pennsylvania or, or, or California. Dude, you lock people down for fucking two years. You're going to be, you know, you're going to lose your yeah. mind. And I'll tell yeah. you, since it's ended, we've talked about this in the past. People are just not as nice as they used to be. I think it all started with the toilet paper. Once people had a fight to get a roll of toilet paper, it became what is mine is mine world. That is it. I need what I need. Go fuck yourselves. Maybe that's what happened to your lady at Ralph's. Good, good try to getting her off the hook. She's yeah. an asshole. There's it, just no way around it. You know what her problem is? I'll tell you what her problem is. Her problem you. is she hasn't gotten laid in 10 years. 10 years she hasn't gotten laid easy. Because the bottom line is she needs to lighten the fuck up. Yeah, I do yeah. too, though. Everyone does. Let's chill. Well, Sorry listen, I yelled at you for coughing. Good. Hey, yeah. I hate politics. Let's talk about anything else. Switching off of politics, I don't know if you heard, but yesterday Japan had an earthquake of like fucking like seven point. No, I didn't. Nine. Actually. So I'm wow. signing the crazy thing, and they they had a tsunami warning. Now here's yeah. the thing about the tsunami: the only time Warner Drive was scheduled to go to Japan was right. We we just everything was lined up. We were getting ready to fucking take care of all the logistics of everything, and then they had yeah. a tsunami, and the whole fucking thing was canceled. That must have uh, been before me because I that, 
as long as I've known you, I never heard that. <laughs> yeah, it must have been. It must have been. Uh, okay, well, that, that's great segue into talking about when you joined Warner Drive. But I, yeah. that must have been the fall of 2010, I want to say. The, the tsunami might probably happen in the spring because I, I think we were supposed to go in like November of 2010. Do you remember when we got offered to go uh, through Mexico, like a Mexican tour? for? It was like two weeks. And yeah, I do that. Yeah, yeah. I was hard no, hard pass. And everyone's like, but they're all resort towns and stuff. It's like, yeah, but you got to drive from resort town to resort town. So you're going in between. And it's like. I remember the potential tour. I don't remember what my stance was because I don't know what the logistics were. Were we driving to every town? Because if we were going to fly, then that would have been a different. I just probably assumed that. You know was which one I case. do remember. Okay, so here's a little thing. So we'll, we'll get to. Ryan coming to the band. I, I want to talk about you know some of the first tours we did with him. But one of the one yeah. of the cool things that we did in Warner Drive, um, and and this was segue from you being a hard no. Uh, there was another time you had you and Candace had had such a hard no that even though you were outnumbered, we couldn't pass up the hard no. Uh, I, we couldn't. Uh, all right. Perfect. Right, well, you don't yeah, know. Kinda, don't know what. Okay. You know, I have no idea what you're talking. I have no idea what you're talking about. Then, 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 let me talk, and then you'll figure out what I'm talking about. Uh, (laughs) You're such a dickhead. (laughs) uh, So, um, (laughs) so, you're right. um, (laughs) um, (laughs) So, we okay. We used to play in Portland every month. Yeah, and every month, uh, the the you know, we had a pretty good amount of fans up there, and, and this dude came all the time and he i guess was a uh corrections officer at oh, okay. oregon state penitentiary um and he's and and he approaches us one day and says hey would you guys be willing to come to oregon state penitentiary and um play for the inmates in the yard mm-hmm. we talked about it and we said all right we'll do it we're going to be up in portland on this day yeah. uh we can play in the afternoon. We'll go. It was a crazy day. We ended up doing like two shows two in the shows, afternoon yeah, at yeah. the prison. And then we went and played uh, Portland that night. And um, yeah. it was it was interesting. I think you and I have talked about playing there before because we talked about what it was like, you know, being there and seeing the prison. Yeah. And we had to sign the forms. But here's the thing. Here's the hard no. The hard no was the next year when they asked us to come back. And this time, the, the the inmates loved us so much. Did I say, I told my Brian Boussoulet story, right? Uh, Bobby Boussoulet story. I, I may have told this story before, but I'll say it again. We did two shows, one for one set of inmates. They, they went back to their cells, yeah. and then another set of inmates came out. And um, this guy comes up to Candace and I after um, we get done playing the second time. And Candace must have felt, I'd imagine she'd feel uncomfortable. Um, it's an all-male maximum, maximum security, security yeah. prison with, like, murderers and rapists and, and you know, all sorts of crazy shit. And, like, you know, it's Candace. She's, she's a blonde. And then, yeah, she looks a, good. A and, and, and Pretty yeah, young, attractive <clears throat> guitar player comes yeah. in and, yeah. Right. So this guy comes up to Candace and I after uh, we play, and he's like, he's like, I just want to tell you, man, 
you're this you're you're a great drummer i, I, I just think you're great and 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 uh uh i, for, I forget what he said to canis we'll have to ask her about it sometime so then he walks away and the the guard comes up to me and goes do you know who that was and i'm like no who <laughs> he goes <laughs> bobby Boussolet. google him so when we left i googled bobby Boussolet, and it turns out he's part of the manson family he was in prison for meth deal gone wrong, but the the murders by the Manson family we all know were actually they, they they were an attempt to make it look like the Black Panthers did those murders so mm-hmm. they could make it look like they also did Bobby Boussolet's murder and Bobby Boussolet could get out of jail. Like it was like this whole like thing. For, he was the first Manson family murder, correct? Yeah, yeah, like he was the first yeah. one, like the the not of not the Tate or uh, uh, Bianca murders, but the the one yeah. like if he didn't commit murder, there's a, there there you know there's a world out there that that would believe that the other murders wouldn't have happened because those murders were the blood on the wall and all that that was supposed to make it look like the Black Panthers did it, yeah, and it was supposed to like tie in to make Bobby Boussoulet look innocent um however i google him i shook the hand of a murderer who's from the manson family like that's kind of fucking freaky so buddy i didn't (laughs) think of this because you sprung this story i like the story it's a fun story we'll keep continuing telling the story but real quick side note a couple weeks back we talked about I met O.J. Simpson. We're kind of name dropping. Whatever. It is what it is. I met O.J. Simpson and you gave me shit because you were like, you shook his hand and you were cool with that. And it made me think like, yeah, why was I cool with that? But you had that. Here's same, the you, difference. You shook a murder's well, hand. Fucking hold the fuck up. Yeah. Hold the fuck up. Yeah. When I shook the hand, I didn't know whose hand I was shaking. When you, you shook the hand, when you shook the hand, you knew exactly whose hand cut yeah. what throat and stabbed another man 30-something fucking times. You knew this. Yeah. But you knew you were in prison speaking to an inmate. Yeah, he just looked like an old man. It was weird. You know, yeah. Dude. I remember going in, uh, and they, they they said under no condition, they wouldn't let us in if we wore blue jeans. Any kind of jeans. Why was that? I, I remember that now, but I, why was that? Because that was the color that the inmates wore. And they said as a safety precaution, any visitors, like if stuff goes down and snipers got a snipe, they don't want to aim. For well, they also ma- they also made us wear fluorescent fucking like. Uh, yeah. Like uh, I try to find I try to find some pictures. I think I have some pictures of that. It was weird. I it, also remember I, I had to give a we, we had to give an exact detailed list of everything in our gear. Like all in, the yeah, way down to yeah. how many batteries do I have in my my electronics yeah. box for my click yeah. and shit? How many cables? Like how many guitar picks? How many drumsticks? Like fucking, yeah. like insane. Now think about it. If anybody got a hand of a fucking drumstick, they could you know fucking make oh, a shank out of that. Yeah, you, can make, you can make a weapon <laughs> you know, out of like, so much music gear. <laughs> it was weird. That was one of the weirdest shows. But okay. Yeah. So like you go through the insertion process of, of getting into the prison, which was a long process. Yeah. There's like, there's like several steps to it. And then there's a final, there's a final door where it's like, 
you're now in the prison. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm explaining it weird, but like, so, so they shut that final door and we go into this little, like, uh, it was like a little common area and it's like, Oh, I'm in prison now. The only way I'm getting out of here is with a guard saying like, yeah, this guy's good to go. It was a weird feeling. I remember walking through that process and like, I don't know if you remember this, but like in that same area, when, when you get through that door, when we got right through that door, the visiting area was to the right. I remember yeah. seeing like this outdoor visiting area that was like, it was enclosed, but it was outdoors. It was like almost like in between two buildings, maybe the size of like oh, 15 feet at the most with yeah. a couple of benches. And I just remember like walking by there and, and seeing like a, like a, what appeared to be a wife visiting her husband and the, yeah. You know, a little girl and her mom visiting the, her dad. And I'm just like, wow, like the, the intensity of that, you know, I, I think I might've mentioned this before. If, if, if I did tell this story um, in between, I don't know if you remember, I don't know if it was in between the two shows or it was after the second show, but they took us on a tour of the prison. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were standing in front of a, what they called cell block D I think it might've been called or something like that. And I'm looking, you know, the guy's talking to you guys and I just, my head wandered off and I'm just looking at these cells and I'm, I'm looking at some guy sitting in a cell. Now take that, 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 that emotion you just, you just had about the door being like the only way out that's that guard letting you out. Right now put yourself in what was like, there's no other way to to say it except it's a cage. You're in a, and they're not big at all. It's like, like, dude, like no lie. Like, no, it's like this. It's like, like wingspan. Like, that's how big you have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it has a bed and the guy's just <clears> sitting there. There's no TV or nothing in this fucking thing. And he's just sitting there on his bed reading a book. And I'm like, I all I could think was like, that dude is going nowhere. Nowhere. He is stuck in that small. T- I would lose my mind, bro. Dude, listen, I'm I I if I knew I was going to prison for a long period of time, I, I really it do think be. I'd commit suicide before it ever happened it's an interesting experience i don't remember being a hard pass on that though not that one the next one the next year next, they asked next us to year. come back okay and this I time i don't remember uh the the in, hold on i'll tell the story the <laughs> inmates uh really loved us so much so that they uh, this makes me feel bad before we ever agreed to it now it's fair to say that they did this before we ever agreed to to, to do or not do the show. They had a, They only were letting 150 guys go. Now, there was a lot more than... There was like, I don't know, maybe a thousand. Yeah, it was like a good behavior reward or some, something like that. Right, right. And uh, 150 got, 50 guys won a ticket to go see us play. Hey, wait, while you're uh, telling we, that story. We, we never made it there. However, um, we talked about going. And... You and you and Candace were an absolute one hundred and fifty percent refused to do it. Hmm. I had a lanyard. I was looking. For, I was looking for the lanyard. I had the lanyard for like the it, it, the little. Oh, pass. we. Oh, yeah. I I really don't remember being like hard pass. Uh, unless I'm getting you confused with another guy in the band, I'm pretty sure it was you though. And I yeah. remember fighting for it. Like I like like come on, you know, like you know. I, my whole thing was always like, there's a lot of bad people in there, you know, but if I can make, they're still human beings to me. Yeah. And 
if I can make them forget where they are for one hour of their day in their life and actually make them like feel like they're not in prison for fucking one hour. And the other, I remember the other argument I also always used to what was saying at the time was like, what about the one guy who had one too many fucking drinks one night and is fucking just like fuck. made a mistake? Yeah, you know, like or somebody who's innocent. What if somebody's like, I didn't fucking do this. Yeah. You know, maybe he's out now, but but I don't know. I, I just always tried to see the human aspect of it and not the criminal aspect of it. Well, if I, if, if, I w- if I was a hard pass, I guess my logic would probably be like the Bobby Boussoulet thing. It's like, I don't want to play for that piece of shit, you know? Yeah. That makes me, that you know makes me I mean? judgy. I get it. Call me Judge Judy, but does that make me a dickhead? It makes you a dickhead if he actually fucking earned a ticket by fucking being good good behavior and stuff yeah because the bottom line is maybe you know people go people go to prison to get uh what are they what's the word not fixed rehabilitated uh, exactly rehabilitated you know people might actually get rehabilitated you know (laughs) look at red from shawshank redemption you know (laughs) red was here (laughs) (laughs) what a great favorite line well my favorite line in a movie ever Let's leave it at this. I played two shows for them. So I'm a good dude. I'm not a dickhead. Uh, I'm not saying you're a dickhead. Hey, listen, I I, I do want to say I understand something. I'm going to come to the defense of Candace here. Whatever her reasons might have been, I I can understand her being a woman. A hundred percent. In that situation. Yeah, a hundred percent. Should have done it as a four piece. (laughs) <laughs> no come on dude Candace, we'll meet you at the gig tonight stay at the hotel yeah, yeah. we had to give our we're gonna go we tell to, you this we had to give our phones over right i'm trying to think of all this like the stuff they wouldn't let us take in like we had to take watches oh we definitely and... we definitely did not have our phones yeah nothing nothing and i want to say we might have even been patted down and searched and shit they finger your butthole no, but we definitely yeah. walked through like. Yeah, yeah, me, me neither. Me, me, me neither. Me neither. They didn't do that to me. <clears throat> <laughs> That's where you went for twenty minutes. Did you know what the you know what the most striking thing though was about that was when they said, "Just so you know, if they take you hostage, we will not barter for your life." And I had to sign a piece of paper that agreed yeah. to that. Yeah, yeah. That that freaked me out a little bit. Well, also, dude, we're playing, and they had snipers, like, and towers. So it's just like they weren't. I mean, they would. That's just the way that it was. Well, they, they weren't they were doing anything too. out of the ordinary. But yeah, they're listen. Jammed, I'm dude. sure it's not the first time we had dudes with guns watching us play. You know, we played weirdest? Arizona many times and Texas. Yeah. We played. <laughs> we played Texas. There, there have been guns at our show. <laughs> Is the prison the most unique call it show that you've ever done? man if you have an answer for that um i'm thinking while i'm, I'm thinking, thinking of mine because I, I i like i this this was wild i played a barn one time it was like dude i played a barn not too long ago in 2019 <laughs> you're like what's weird about that to, uh, no 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 we played this thing called uh shit goes down at the lakes it was uh, <laughs> uh this <laughs> that's biker, worse this than biker, a prison <laughs> shit biker, goes down no, no, at the no, lake no, yeah, it was, so this motorcycle club that we're, we're friends with, uh, the MC Heads out in um, uh, England, they uh, 
they have this thing every year. It's like an annual thing. And they ask us to come out. They all go up to this lake and camp for the weekend. And then they have bands play. And we happened to be on tour over there at the same time. So yeah. we went out there and we played. And it was crazy, dude. There was like bales of hay so, everywhere. I think that's what they call them, bales, right? Big fucking yeah. things of hay. And fucking uh, the singer of the band. I, the only time I ever played a, a show with the singer of a band who, who couldn't stand up at all for the whole show. Uh, like <laughs> like uh, substances? Well, we, yeah, well, we drove through the night to get there, uh, I think. And uh, when we got there, it was like morning. Uh, we all went to, you know, we stayed in the RV and slept. And uh, <laughs> he went around and hung out with everybody. And they, they, they got him plastered. <laughs> so by the time we went on stage, it was bad. No, those people are great, man. They're, they're some yeah. of the best people ever. Yeah. Uh, I played a barn one time. Uh, dude, so it, like I had a space, not space heater is little for a house, but it was like a big, like kind of outdoor furnace type thing. Like, cause it was in October. I just remember my guitar. It's cold with heat, just zero tuning. Could not stand. I, I don't know if I ever told you this when, uh, Chad and I used to live at this house out in the middle of the woods outside of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the weirdest house ever, dude. It was like a miniature house. If I put my arm up like this, my my palm would be flat on the ceiling. Like yeah. it was like the weirdest, like it was just very strange. It must suck to be really tall because that's how life would always be. But we had a barn on our property and we used it uh, for our jam room. Thank God I'm not allergic to bees because if, if you're allergic to bees and you get stung, what happens is it closes your air tunnel in your in your uh in your throat it, it makes yeah. your neck swollen and you can't breathe well i was playing drums at band practice dude and no lie i got stung in the fucking neck if i was allergic to bees if uh, i was like, allergic to bees like right on the neck if i was allergic to bees i would have instantly died yeah. instantly uh, yeah did no anyway right. b- we're going to, off the rails we're, we're going off the we're, rails. we're off the routes back 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 rewind how did we get to the uh, the uh, barn? I yeah. asked you if the prison oh was, was the, the most interesting or, or most like oddball right. show that you've ever done. Yeah, I mean, how, yeah, I I don't know if I I can top one more than playing in 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 the prison yard at Oregon State Penitentiary with a murderer from the Manson family coming up and telling me I'm a great drummer. I I really don't know what tops yeah. that. <laughs> it's an interesting experience for sure it's for sure interesting yeah i mean I, good story dude yeah i don't know what else would top that one what is the first standout memory of your time in warner drive uh whenever i the first time we jammed and i walk into a room and with you guys there met you all for the first time and uh elvis was it welcoming me. yeah elvis helped me like get my gear set up I was like, wow, oh, dude helped me set up my gear. Cool. It was just like a, what's it, what's it called? Like a, oh, it was a good icebreaker, you know? Then we did, yeah. we did a warm up show and then we played the Roxy. And I remember, uh, playing what was the your Roxy. first show? Was it that cancer tribute or cancer benefit show? Is that your first one? Um, yeah, yeah, correct. It was in uh, Riverside. Mm-hmm. No, that's wrong. That's totally wrong. My first show was in Phoenix. I played, we played in, 
yeah, we played 910 Live in Phoenix, and then we did the Benefit Show, and then we did the Roxy. So the Roxy was my, would have been my third show. And then the next morning, I got up at like 5 a.m. and flew home because I was in a wedding. Was that your first time ever playing the Roxy? That was my first time playing the Roxy, yeah. yeah. Driving down Sunset to go do uh, load-in load and soundcheck for that show. And um, had the radio on, and, I, and, and a song comes on the radio, and it was like... It, it didn't strike. It was like, it was familiar right away, but didn't like, it wasn't automatically like, Oh, that's a whatever. And I pull into the Roxy and I'm like, Oh wait, it was our song. It was Cherry Monroe satellites was on. Oh, wow. While what I'm pulling into was? the Roxy. Uh, what was it on? I don't, I, I don't remember, but, um, it's satellite radio. You didn't even, it, you didn't realize it was your song. I did. But like I said, it was like, it, it came on and it was like, it struck a familiar chord, but I didn't right away go. That's, my song i just thought like familiar familiar and i'm like oh shit and it was cool because like i'm pulling into the play the roxy with a new band and then like i heard my old band on the radio um that is pretty cool know. it's just like yeah it was it was it felt good that is that is that is cool yeah and then we went on tour in july let's talk about that later though this is getting long as we've said before it's too much to put into one episode you know um, it, it's, it, I always love talking about this stuff and we'll continue to talk about, you know, more about us and what we've done and, and live through some of these experiences. I want to thank everybody for listening. You know, the deal, I want you to, uh, like subscribe and report as usual, if you can. And if, and if you mm -hmm. want to follow, you can, if you yeah, want to DM Ryan, you should DM Ryan. If you want to watch us on the YouTubes and subscribe there, we would love it. Uh, also give us a thumbs up on the YouTubes. That always helps with the, uh, the algorithms. And uh, whateverbuddy.com is also another place you can check us out. But yeah. as usual, we're very grateful you were here again here for another Whatever Buddy Wednesday, episode 43. And we are going to move on till next week where we'll have episode 44. So until next time, everybody, you have a great week. And we will and shall see you soon. Goodbye. See ya.